1: When he was, if you will, breathing by his spirit, breathing into existence the body of Christ on earth, his church, he chose the gift of tongues by which to express his presence and his power. That's so significant. And if you can't see that, please, I would encourage you to pray and just talk to God about it.
0: Are you desiring to have the spiritual gift of tongues? As you listen to today's message from Pastor Robert, he encourages you to ask the Lord for the spiritual gifts that you desire. There are many gifts of the Spirit that the Lord can extend to you. Ask him for the gift of tongues, if that's a spiritual gift you desire. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now, here's Pastor Robert in the book of Acts, chapter 2, as he continues his message, Birth of the Church.
1: See, we're not going to be able to dig into this subject of the outpouring of the Holy Spirit or the, the baptism of the Holy Spirit. We're not going to be able to dig into it really, really deeply. We're going, to, we're going to look at it a lot more next week. Now, going back to Acts chapter 2, the Bible says, When the day of Pentecost had fully come, they were all with one accord in one place, and suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled the whole house where they were sitting. And there appeared to them divided tongues as of fire, and one sat upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Now, listen, you got to remember the context. See, a a week or one week earlier, Jesus had told them to wait in Jerusalem and they were going to be baptized With the Holy Spirit. They would be empowered by the Holy Spirit. You're going to receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you and you're going to be my witnesses. And and he had promised them this. He had told them that this was going to be the case. And in this moment, when the Spirit of God overwhelmed them, poured himself upon them, overflowed them, they were changed. They were changed, every single one of them. Now, there there were, the Bible tells us, approximately 120 men and women. It wasn't just the 11. It was the 11 plus a bunch of others who were present, and they were being obedient. They were just waiting like the Lord had told them to do. Now, we're going to notice three things here, if you're paying attention, because I'm not going to give them to you like one, two, three, but you'll notice three things that the Bible describes as having been observable. These were things that were tangible, things that, that people noticed. These guys, these men and women, they, they were just sitting there in this room waiting, like Jesus had told them. You know, it's it's first thing in the morning, as we'll see next week, as Peter talks about. It's first thing in the morning. They're sitting there and all of a sudden they hear this sound. And it sounds like a tornado or a hurricane or something, a mighty rushing wind. There was no wind. Apparently, there was only the sound. And then they saw something that they described as as being like a little flame of fire. And again, it's it wasn't fire. It's not like all of a sudden there was fire in the you know, was fire all over the room. It was it wasn't. But it was like this little this little tongue. It looked like a little flame, and it rested on each individual in the room. At which point, they all began to speak aloud. Now. They spoke. In other, it wasn't like God took over and they're all like zombies or robots or whatever. And No, no, no. They, they, they began to praise God, but not in their own languages. In glossa, that's the word that's used. It's translated unknown tongues. But it just, it just literally means they began to speak in tongues as the Holy Spirit gave them utterance or prompted their speech. So it's like they, they just, all of a sudden, the Spirit of God came upon them in this powerful way. There was a sound and they all see these little tiny like tongues that looked like fire and they rested on every individual in the room and, and they began to praise God. They began to speak of the wonderful works of God, but the words that came out were not words they knew. They were not, it wasn't a language they had studied, it wasn't languages that they understood. Unknown tongues. At the feast when the first fruits were celebrated, offered to God, the first fruits of the Holy Spirit, the beginning of his holy harvest took place. Verse 5 continues There were dwelling in Jerusalem Jews, devout men from every nation under heaven. And when this sound occurred, the multitude came together and were confused. Because everyone heard them speak in his own language. Then they were all amazed and marveled, saying to one another, Look, are not all these who speak Galileans? And how is it that we hear each in our own language in which we were born? Parthians and Medes and Elamites, those dwelling in Mesopotamia, Judea and Cappadocia, Pontius and Asia, Phrygia and Pamphylia, Egypt and the parts of Libya, adjoining Cyrene, visitors from Rome, both Jews and proselytes, Cretans, and Arabs. We hear them speaking in our own tongues the wonderful works of God. So they were all amazed and perplexed, saying to one another, whatever could this mean? Now, in just a minute, Peter's going to get up and tell them what it means. And we'll, again, (laughs) we'll get to that next week. But notice, there were 17 different people's different nationalities mentioned here not all of them were jewish it makes it clear some were proselytes in other words some of them were non-jewish people who had converted to judaism and that the people in that upper room that apparently they got really loud and down in the streets below thousands of people were gathered together thousands of people heard them in their own languages praising God, speaking of the wondrous works of God. And so, as we'll see next week, 3,000 people got saved that day and baptized. 3,000 people came to know the Lord Jesus. And what was the catalyst for all of this? Well, it was the outpouring of the Holy Spirit, which on this first fruits occasion was emphatically punctuated and marked by a mass expression of the gift of tongues now think about this with me it's so important so important i don't i don't want to overstate it but 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 you see the gift of tongues has been much it's been much maligned in the church in in other words it's been spoken ill of it's been disregarded it's because it's been abused we're going to dig into this god willing next week and unpack a scriptural understanding of the gift of tongues. We're going to look at what the bible teaches about the gift of tongues. But but please, I don't I don't want you to miss this. As we've already said, there there were like 120 give or take, right, approximately 120 men and women gathered together in this room waiting on the baptism of the holy spirit. This empowering that Jesus had promised they would receive but I promise you none of them were expecting it to happen this way now why do I say that well because nothing had been mentioned anywhere in the Bible about everybody beginning to speak God's praises in unknown tongues that just wasn't it wasn't part of the prescription you know what I mean that was not predicted anywhere they weren't expecting this but that's what happened why did it happen? Because God decided to do it that way. Almighty God, our all-wise, all-knowing, perfect Father chose to do it this way. When he was gathering together the first fruits of his harvest, when, when he was, if you will, breathing by his Spirit, breathing into existence the body of Christ on earth, his church, He chose the gift of tongues by which to express his presence and his power. That's so significant. And if you can't see that, please, I would encourage you to pray and just talk to God about it. Ask him why he did it this way. Ask him, why did he choose tongues, unknown tongues, this strange gift?
0: The Book of Acts is a fascinating look at the church and the first believers and followers of Jesus. It's not the church as you may know it today, the building you're used to attending, or the worship service format you're familiar with, but this early body of believers paints a beautiful picture of deep fellowship, connected community and sustaining faith, values that are still held by Christians today. As you continue to study this book with Pastor Robert, you'll see how hardship tested these men and women and how they trusted the Lord. You'll also discover how God used them and their testimonies to spread the good news to the world. If you'd like to hear today's teaching again or would like to explore more of Pastor Robert's messages from Main Thing Radio, visit mainthingradio.com today or download our mobile app to listen anytime, anywhere. You can also subscribe to our YouTube channel. Just follow the link you'll find at the website. Again, that's mainthingradio.com. We'd love to hear from you too if you have any questions or if you'd like prayer. Give us a call at 305 531 2730. That's 305 531 2730. We're so glad you joined us today. Our time with you has come to an end, But be sure to tune in next time to keep learning from the Book of Acts, right here on Main Thing Radio.